Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com. Washington. It's 7.30 in the morning. I'm barely awake. I haven't even finished my cup of coffee. And so, yeah, I'm full of animosity and hatred. Oregon. Can he wait to get a score? Can he wait to get a score? This is an Oregon versus Washington week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Off Hall Boulevard in Beaverton. Come tailgate at the largest grilling retailer center in the Pacific Northwest this Saturday. Or visit them online at grillworkspdx.com. This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Oregon versus Washington week with Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a hump day. Hope you're getting your hump on this morning. Status story coming up in a few moments. Got a college football note that ties locally that if I don't get to it here, we'll get to it coming up at 830 Let's keep talking Oregon State-UCLA, though, shall we? It is also Beaver versus Bruin week. Oh, yeah. And I'll ask the question. (laughs) The rivalry of UCLA and Oregon State. Last time ever? Uh, I mean, mean, most of these teams, yes, with Oregon State, it's the last time ever. Yeah. That's a uh, there's a there's a story on that that I want to get to coming up a little bit later on in the show. Yeah, I see Chip maybe quite willing to play like go to Corvallis. Like I could see them doing you a home are and home out of your absolute rocker. I think you're also giving the coach too much credit in scheduling. Yeah, that's true. That's the tough sure. part. I think most of this stuff happens behind the scenes of let's schedule a game for 2047. We're going to Toledo. Like well, what? Okay, uh, I forget who it was. It might have been James Franklin was just asked about non-conference scheduling. Because Penn State's is questioned a lot. Coaches are kind of figuring out. Michigan's kind of the shining example of this. There's real no incentive to schedule hard, tough opponents yeah. that you could suffer a loss from yeah. at all. Is the James Franklin audio worth playing today, or is that too overplayed yesterday? I I, I think it's worthy of playing again, personally. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was maybe the worst question in the history of a press conference. Well, you know, that happens from time to time. Oh, well, see if we can get it's definitely in this. Somebody had to have pulled that yesterday. That was an all-timer. Uh, let's get to, though, the Oregon State-UCLA game. So here is Jonathan Smith. I still am upset that I wasn't here last week because I would have been very pissed at your university for making him apologize. Like, what are we doing? This is so dumb. It was funny. Oh, it was well, a viral moment. Yeah. Like, take the bonnet out of your butt and have a sense of humor. Yeah, and I told him, I was like, you know, I didn't think you really needed to do that. He had already talked about it like five other times. He yeah. was 
I was told he was kind of tired of it. And I mean, I get that from his it. sense. Like, I don't want to ask answer questions in every interview I do about it. I don't know what's been reported or not. I, I, all I can tell you is what I heard, and what I heard was that was a Oregon State president. Could you please apologize for this because. It's offensive to grab your nipples, I guess, and indicate milking the clock. You know what's offensive is seeing the conference die and then hearing your president say, now I realize how important athletics are. I'm offended by that, and I don't even root for your school. That's offensive. Let's That's focus on the important issues fair here. Point, yeah. Here is Jonathan Smith. They're coming off a win over Cal, taking on UCLA, obviously, this weekend, talking about his opponent. Big picture stands out, long, athletic, uh, their ability on the edge to affect the passer. I mean, as good a pass rushers as we've we've seen. New scheme this year in regards to, you know, their defensive coordinator, and so that's a new one, people, but they play sound. They can run. They're big up front. You look at their interior D-line, got some size and strength to them, length in the secondary. I mean, it's, it's impressive to watch. And what about his quarterback? We've talked a lot about DJ this year. Got off to a great start and then hit a bit of a skid against San Diego State. And then in the loss to Washington State, bounced back and had a really good game last week. He was impressive. Five touchdowns. Here's Jonathan Smith on DJ. I think his accuracy stood out. I mean, he guys were open. He's going to the right spots uh, and hitting guys, not just like completing the pass, but hitting them in stride. You see some of the catches and the yards gained after it. Think about those two third down throws to Anthony Gould, how accurate those were down the field and making big time plays there. Um, but he was. He was in a nice rhythm, confident. Um, he played uh, really good football. You know, let me ask you this, and it might not even be that important for the game this week, because I think you're, you're going to take Oregon State, and it's primarily because you don't trust a freshman quarterback on the road, and I totally get that. W- where are you guys at on DJ? How do you feel about DJ? I think DJ is an upgrade from your quarterback a year ago, but not by nearly the margin I thought he would be. Now, I think the tough thing to answer this is he obviously has a lot of games where he hasn't played well. I don't think Cal's all that great. I was impressed by the pinpoint accuracy he had mm-hmm. for a lot of those balls to Bolden and Gould and and others. He also just seemed a little more confident, and I don't know how much of this is I'm coming back home and all yeah. my family and friends are at this game. His two games with those in attendance, San Jose State now in that game, like <laughs> they're kind of the outliers of what the season's been. Yeah, can we fly him to every game? Is that possible? I just I think it's pretty vital for them, and this is the test, is – you just have to have balance. He's not going to, I don't think he's going to win you very many games. I really don't. I, that was a great game for him. I was happy for him, but they, they have to have the running attack work because if you're put in a situation where Oregon state is held to 110 or less on the ground, which is kind of the recipe I think to beat them, mm-hmm. then you're sitting in a really uncomfortable position because I'm still not convinced the receivers are any number ones. They get a bunch of twos and threes at best. Tight end plays good. It's effective. I, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with him. It's not quite what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But last week, you just hope he can build confidence. He can do it this weekend against UCLA. Yeah, you kind of become a believer, right? The, if he then plays you, well. the, yeah, then you start to think, okay, this is it's getting better. It's developing in the right direction. Jonathan said he felt optimistic about what they had talked about last week. Then they went out and dropped 52. All right, now here's a better test against UCLA's defense. Yeah, I think if he plays well this weekend, that'll that'll be a pretty decent eye-opener because UCLA's defense is for real, and I, I truly do believe that. Here is, speaking of the balance offensively that Oregon State is seeking, uh, Chip Kelly was asked about Oregon State's offense, and here's what he had to say. I think their whole offense is a strength. You know, they just put 52 on a really good Cal defense with Justin Wilcox and 
and Peter Sherman can coach defense, and they 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 were rolling in that game. You know, they put 35 on Washington State. You know, and lost the, their only loss of the season, but um, they're balanced. I think DJ's playing really really well. I think their play action game off of um, off of their run game is something that you really got to be prepared for because you just can't gang up on the run game. Um, they got speed at receiver. You know, they, they they can stretch and get down the field. So it's a complete offense, and you, you have to defend. Everything you, know, you have to defend the run. You have to defend the pass. Uh, you have to defend really talented wideouts. They got a bunch of tight ends that they roll through there. So um, you know, it'll be a distinctly different than what we saw last week in the Washington State game. You know, this, this is this is uh, this is big boy football. This is big boy football. Yeah, and I know that that's gonna. I don't even know if that's circulated. I haven't seen anybody take that quote and run with it. Because if I'm a Cougar fan, I'm hearing that, and I'm like, "Oh, really, Chip? Okay." <laughs> but like, his point isn't necessarily to take a shot at Wazoo. It's just yeah. to say there's more balance there. I did quite enjoy though. This is big boy football. We yeah. lost to that team, and yeah. he's still looking at us and going, "That's big boy yeah. football." The other one's not. Your cute little air raids, though. Nice. I mean, they beat Oregon State. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they did beat yeah. Oregon State. They're up so. by twenty-one going into the fourth quarter. I'm in a weird in position. Game. I love the quote, but I can't really <laughs> say anything about it because they beat Oregon State. Like you got out, big boy football by the non-big boy football team. But I think he just he has a tremendous respect for Jonathan. I listened to his whole presser. I'm still amazed that people can talk to that guy for 10 minutes. Like, sometimes he gives you great answers, and then other times he's just like, no. And he's just like, oh, okay, well, next question. He had a really good point. He thinks Corvallis is an awesome place. He had the quotes in the postgame with Washington State, kind of saying how shameful it'll be if these two teams end up not being picked up by anybody. So I, I, I have a lot of respect for Chip Kelly. To your point earlier, don't, don't hate him. Hmm. I think some of him is – Overhyped. I think he's still living off the reputation for 2011, 2012. Uh, but he knows offense. Statistically, his offenses are near the top. This team's a little different, though. It's a defensive heavy team. Totally. Like, when you have a freshman quarterback, you got to lean on things. The run game gets 200 on the ground, and the defense is stout. Can you win almost all your games? I think they can win eight to nine for sure. I don't think I'm ready to put them in this top end of the conference, even with the schedule stuff. Freshmen, freshmen just make bad mistakes. You saw it on that pick six. It's unfortunate luck, but it was a pick six nonetheless. Um, so Chip's in a bit of a different season for himself, given what his history suggests with his team. But he's got a lot of respect for Jonathan. I think that's more what that quote was about. I want to read a couple of thoughts here at the Vancouver Ford text line, which you can interact with us every show, 503-864-6326. We always get tweets and stuff uh, for the new number. That is it, 503 864 6326, uh, somebody chiming in as a Beaver fan this weekend is basically going to make or break my opinion on DJ. Yeah. UCLA is by far the best defense we played this year. Prior to that, Washington State was the best, and he played terrible. I'd add a caveat there. Utah was the other best. I mean, Utah's defense is for real. Now, you won that game, but I think that was more to do with Utah not having a functioning offense uh, because DJ and Oregon State's offense did not have a great night. And he did not play well, but you just you won, you were at home, and Utah's offense is just atrocious right now. So I, I do think this is a really good test. And another one um, from one of our P1 said, I think DJ is still learning the offense. He's only played six games, only two or three against decent competition. I think the sky's the limit when everything clicks. And I think that would be the silver lining if you're an Oregon State fan to tell yourself of, it just takes time, man. It's a complicated offense. He came in in spring, takes a while to pick up. There's no preseason in college football. You're going to go through some lumps, but if he gets better as the season goes on, 
I think that gives you a lot of confidence going into the final stretch of your season. The last two weeks of the year, you play Washington and Oregon. There's not many schedules that are more difficult closing than what Oregon State has to do in taking on Washington at home and Oregon on the road. And so you need him playing his best football by that point in the season. And I think this is a this is a huge test. Like I don't disagree with anybody that thinks Oregon State's going to win this game because of the Dante Moore factor and a freshman on the road, tough environment and all that. I, I think I w- I'm leaning right now UCLA plus the four and a half impact to picks against the spread for tomorrow, but we'll get to those picks tomorrow. This isn't like you're at home. You don't have the road atmosphere. Like this is one of those games where you got to show me as a quarterback and DJ and an offense that you can be balanced because you're going to, you're going to need that, you know, later on in the season to match what some of these other offenses are capable of doing to you. The one thing about him is, and it's a bit of a, uh, maybe an outlier because statistically he had a good weekend last week against Cal. He he's not, he's a little higher in yards per attempt than I thought, and that's an encouraging thing. I want my quarterback pushing the ball down the field when he's throwing it. I'm 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 not so much looking at DJ. I, I think DJ is what DJ is. I, I think kind of we all know, right? Mechanics aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolute cannon of an all. He might be able to throw that football 80 yards because he throws footballs and he doesn't yeah. even move. I think this is kind of becoming to me more so about pass protection and wide receivers. DJ is going to be DJ. Is Anthony Gould going to get past the secondary? Is Silas Bolden the possession receiver? Are these guys, is Josiah Irish going to have a bigger role in the pass uh, catching department? I think it's uh, how much can they base the tight ends into the offense more and more and get Velling more looks, Terry more looks. Hell, if you want to use the defensive lineman again for a tutty, do it. They, they need those guys to also get open. Don't forget the Washington State game. When we talked to Doc Parker, he was sitting above it all. He got the basically the the eleven on eleven, and what was he saying? Why not a lot of separation there? Yeah. It wasn't all just DJ holding on and not throwing the football. You don't want to put the ball up in the air for the defense to take. He wasn't doing it because there wasn't separation. Can you separate? Because that position to me was the biggest question mark for them. Do you have a number one receiver? I still don't think you do. But can these guys that they do have? create more separation can they find little pockets to get open with because even if you give them at six seven yards they're speedy they just need a little space and they can turn that into a 15 20 or maybe take it to the house i think it's becoming more about that than it is so much dj one more listener text saying i'm with sprague not because of the offense but because of the way the defense has played at home this year and they're playing a freshman quarterback osu defense has been filthy at home nobody's scoring Double digits in UCLA is offensive limited. I, I I don't disagree with that. I would ask who have you played at home? Like that would be my question. Utah's offense can't move it on anybody. Is UCLA's okay? So let me ask you this: because Utah is more known for rushing, I think, with this yeah. year's team because the quarterback stuff. Is this UCLA team different in that regard? Like, yes, I think they're. I know this sounds funny because they lost to right. Utah, but I think that was about being on the road at Utah. And Utah's defense is legit. Like we know their defense is legitimate. I think UCLA's offense is far superior to to UCLA's offense far superior to Utah's. Because I know the rushing attack is obviously coming in, and I'm just wondering if Oregon State can slow, if not stop. Is UCLA going to win with Dante Moore throwing the football? I don't know if we have evidence they can do that. No, we do not. Not in this conference. At least. Not not yet. Not at least in conference play. I can't wait, man. This is going to be a fun game. The Pac-12 slate, the college football slate this weekend is going to be awesome. Dude, I'm going to be like in a weird zone when that <laughs> game wraps up because it'll be from 1230 to like almost 8 o'clock at yeah. night. Just two intense emotional football games. What time is the Arizona-Washington State game again? Is that an earlier game? 4.30. Four, God, you got that game, the UCLA or USC-Notre Dame game, and UCLA-Oregon State. Wazoo will be on a tablet. 
But yeah. uh, no Pac-12 after dark this week. No, there's not. The you know what I might do? I might one. DVR the Arizona-Washington State game and watch it as Pac-12 after dark. Oh, you're sick. To get a full dive I like dive having in. my Saturday nights. To get a full dive in, baby. Your poor wife. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a good point. Um, all right, let's get to your favorite segments, favorite segments, stat or story next on The Fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at Adams, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible, in case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and Sprague on 1080. Come on, don't mess. The Fan. All right, Saturday story time coming up bottom of the hour. The death of something that we thought was going to die, but got a little bit of confirmation yesterday. I want to talk about that. Also, the baseball playoffs. The Rangers advanced yesterday. The Come Astros on. bounced back. So they got taken higher, huh? They did get taken higher. I don't know what that means. The Rangers said that they, they start to start their postseason, Creed in the locker They played room. Creed. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so I they, like that. So yesterday they won, right? They eliminated the O's, who didn't win a playoff game. You and they blasted that song to celebrate in the post game. And they said, anytime we hear it, we get jacked up. Creed's awesome, man. There you go. Creed's awesome. Uh, your first number is 62. 62. Is it the number of passes completed by the Utah Utes so far this season, fewest in the Pac-12? Wow. I hope that's not true. Or is it the number of slices of pizza the average American eats in a year? As we mentioned, it is National Sausage Pizza Day. Dude, I, you 62 re- is not enough pizza. It's well, not enough pizza. I, I'm going to win $1.7 billion, and I can't think of a better time to find out I've won $1.7 billion than eating a sausage pizza. So I think you've changed my dinner idea. 
There you go. To Pizza Wednesday instead of Pizza Friday. Dude, Glad, this is a stat. This ha- is a stat. It, I think it's a stat. It's been, like they've only played five games. Yeah. And so you're going just north of 10 completions. Like in the Oregon State game, I want to say their quarterback only completed nine passes. Which one? Against Weber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Weber State, they didn't, it wasn't like they ripped Weber State apart and blew them up. Against UCLA, they had one offensive touchdown. I think this is a stat. I think the other part of that that I'd add to it, it's such a ridiculously low number that I think he'd want us to go with a story. But Americans, when you get a pizza, let's be real here. If your kids aren't taking them, you're eating four or five slices of that thing. Easily. And that's per pizza. That's not counting leftover pizza the next oh. day, too. Yeah, we're way over 62 way slices. Way over a year. 62 slices. 62 for 118 are the Utah Utes. <laughs> Dude, their offense is so bad. Man. How does Kyle picks. win any games with that? That's it's unbelievable. Remarkable. They have to be at home one, and they yeah. need a defensive touchdown. The only reason they beat UCLA was because they had a pick six on the first play of the game. Uh, the average American consumes approximately 46 slices lie. of pizza. That's, that such BS. A, that's a lie. That's like in two months. That's such BS. Nobody believes that stat. Nobody. Yeah, that is the. We just had pizza last Friday. (laughs) Yeah. I had four slices. I eat four slices every time I get pizza. I have pizza probably what? 10 to 15 times a year. Let's call it more 15 to 20. We're, We're probably in every other week pizza family. How do you not? It's such an easy thing to do. Such an easy go-to. The paper plates or paper towels for no cleanup. The only thing that could skew this a little bit, and this is the the funny thing that I find about pizza, is the size of the yeah, slice. Yeah, you get those New York fold-over slices. Those are big slices. Like one one slice is lots. Yeah, you cut two basically. Two slices, you're done. That's like half of a pizza is two slices of New York pizza. Like, we were in Sun River last week on our first night, got there a little late. It's like, ah, let's get a pizza for dinner. Ordered a pizza for takeout, and they had the they cut the little tiny slices, the little mini pieces of pizza. Yeah. So you end up having like nine slices, but it equates to like three pieces of pizza. No, it doesn't. Yes, it's it a does. fun size candy Five, bar. Three, three, nine equals three. No. Nine equals three. Hey, can Your- you can you quickly tell us yeah. what's it like to watch old Prego eat? <laughs> Dude, she is scarfing down yeah. food, man. Their houses, man. You know what my grocery <laughs> bill is right now? I don't want to know. Dear God. No. Wait, wait. I know. The little know. smudge is 14. Status <laughs> story brought to you by no grocery stores. <laughs> Uh, your next number is 83. 83. Is it the average penalty yards per game assessed to the Washington Huskies this season worst in the conference? Yeah, they've had a little bit of a penalty problem really? last three games. Oh. Or is it the percentage of Americans who eat pizza at least once a month? 60, what, two? or three? 83. 83. 83. Dude, this has to be, again, higher. That has to be more than 83% of people that eat pizza. I, I, once a month? Once no. a month. I only know this because I watched the press conference, okay? <laughs> the pizza press conference? The pizza press conference. <laughs> Sausage pizza was up there. I'm better than pepperoni. This team blows. That's the pepperoni blows. <laughs> They've had 32 penalties in their last three games. Ooh, uh-oh, Huskies. Uh-oh. So, so... I think for that reason they can't they couldn't have gotten to that number. Isn't that too many? 83? If they've had 32 in the last yardage. three yardage. yards per yards game. Per game. Oh, yards per game. Damn. I'm already confused. I'm gonna go yeah, me too. I I'm gonna go stat though, because I think more people you that's not a high enough, dude. We eat way too much pizza. Not way too much. We eat a lot of pizza in this country. Well, who are the 17% of people that don't eat pizza once a month? Maybe I'm vegans. Calling, I'm calling. There's vegan pizza. Well, I know, but I'm not everywhere. I'm calling BS. I'm going to go. Uh, so you're on stat? I'm going to go stat. I'll go story. It's a story. 
Uh, the Huskies BS. currently liars. assess liars. 94.2 yards of penalties per game. Uh-oh, puppies. This is a bit of a problem. They are dead oh. last in the conference. Uh, and that is eight or 16 yards more than USC, which is second worst. Uh, Oregon is 64 yards per game. Look at us making progress. Washington fan, how you feeling about this? <laughs> uh, now, according to all these stats, 83% of Americans eat pizza at least once a month. Uh, on any given day, 15% of Americans will eat pizza. Approximately 350 slices of pizza are eaten in America every single second. Dude, I might have to get pizza today. <laughs> I'm this, getting a sausage pizza. All this talk about pizza, I need to. I might have well, to. Well, I, I, I will really make an argument. I'm a pepperoni guy too, but like. When sausage is elite on a pizza, it it is, yeah. I think, better than pepperoni. Yeah, when you see the fennel seeds in there. Oh, yeah. fennel seed. When you got to floss that seed out of your tooth, you had some good pie. <laughs> Again, I think my... <laughs> That's the sign of a really good sausage okay. pie, Swigard. You're right. The fennel seeds are everywhere. Fennel seeds make the sausage. Oh, they make the sausage so good. Your final number is 48. <laughs> Is it the total points allowed by the Oregon Ducks so far this season tied for the Pac-12 lead? Or the year you were born? Or the number of years ago today that the first episode of Saturday Night Live aired on NBC? Give me the stat, the number one more time. 48. 48. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. I know the answer. <laughs> we no. can't do math here. Is it 2023? Yeah, minus 48. Ah, this is a, this is a story. You sure about that? <laughs> I'm as sure as you can be not being sure. So what's that percentage? <laughs> what if you're confident, but you know you're not confident? What's that percentage breakdown? Um, I'm going to go 53% confident. This is a story. Final answer. You're going Jerry DePoto on your answer here? Fennel seed in your teeth. Lock it in. You'll be back. I'm going to go. I'll go stat. Give me a stat to close it up. This is a story. Yeah. Uh, the Rough Ducks week. have allowed week. 59 <laughs> points. <laughs> 59 points the entire season. That is tied for the fewest points allowed. Ooh, you like that? Top 10 offense, top 10 defense. The only other team in the country is Georgia. Play real team. <laughs> uh, on this date in 1975, the very uh. first episode of Saturday Night Live... Uh, aired on NBC. It was uh, Lorne Michaels' uh, production. Uh, it was originally called, let me get it, was not called Saturday Night Live that time because there was another show on ABC with Howard Cosell mm. that was called Saturday Night Live. I think it was called NBC Saturday Night or something like that. Then Howard Cosell's show got canceled the next year and they took the name. Mm. Uh, do you know who the very first host was? I do not. Guest host. Uh, guest host. I've actually. Who was big in 1975? I've heard this actually as a trivia question. Uh, is it Johnny? No, it was George Carlin. George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah, I heard that before. Should this show still exist? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Really? I mean, I'm, I'm not a watcher of it every weekend, but I'll see skits from time to time that make it on YouTube. Like, it's a YouTube show for me. The only one I still really enjoy is the update desk because yeah. like, I actually think Jost and uh, uh, Che are Michael very Jay. good. Yeah. I think they're like in the conversation for best. And I know that's blasphemous to some, but I, I think they're really that good. Yeah, I, 
It's tough because, and I don't know in 1975 how, I mean, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, Chevy yeah. Chase, George Coe, Jane Curtin, Garen Morris, Lorraine Newman, Michael O'Donohue, and Gilda Radner were the original cast. How many of them were already household names? That I don't remember. I, I was don't know, four, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of them were household names before they got on the show. Chevy just released a video. He had 81st birthday party, and not a single celebrity was there. It is a very bad reputation he has in Hollywood. But I, it hit me looking at him. I watched Steve Martin in Only Murders. There are certain actors, no matter you know how good or bad they were, like I'm just, it's gonna kind of hurt if we when we for lose sure. them. Like Chevy Chase, and he looked 81. He sounded kind of 81, and I'm like, yeah. he's looked old for a while. Like he did not age well. I know, but it, like in December, like, I'm gonna watch Fletch National Lampoons, Mark Griswold, two or three times, yeah. and I'm just gonna be like, that dude's 81 now. It's crazy. Yeah. He's as old as the in-laws in that movie. When they're like, the little lights are not twinkling, Clark. <laughs> Blasting! I mean, that's, you know. Hello, everybody! <laughs> she wrapped her damn cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just an all-time line. <laughs> there you go. Sadder story every Wednesday at 8.15. Well done. The takes that are coming in on pizza. I just, I don't even, want to, I don't even want to read Ooh, it. Are we getting overrated, or what are we getting? There was somebody texting in pizza is massively overrated. Huh. You're Massively overrated. Handheld lasagna? How can that How be you, overrated? Who thinks pizza's overrated? <sighs> like, I get the, like, cult, like yes. somebody said there's a lot of cultures where pizza isn't a part of the diet. Like, okay, that's No, this fine. was Americans. This was not worldwide. Yes. This was Americans. Just in America, we eat a lot of dairy, a lot of cheese. That's what we do. Yes. Why do we do the America? Where did that, <laughs> where did that start in our vernacular? I don't know, but if you think pizza's massively overrated, like, how, who who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who harmed you? Yes. Is what I want to know. I don't eat as much pizza because I'm trying to not be fat swag again, and it's all I can do to, when I get around pizza, resist it. <laughs> I have uh, I found a little trick. You, I, you can't really order the, the famous chains anymore. They're, they're not cutting good enough slices. A large is not a large. A large has become a medium. They're yeah, shrinking the sizes. You got to go the extra large. Well, you got to go the family size anywhere, but I'm I'm kind of going more a little local with a take and bake situation because I dictate the slices. I'm the one dictating yeah, sizes yeah. here. That is nice to do. And I think I figured out the, the perfect size of a slice of pizza where everybody gets enough hmm. and we end up still having two or three leftovers. Yeah, it depends. Like, I'm a big Papa Murphy's guy, but well, sometimes... Okay. I was going to the... shout them out. They don't pay to be on the show. And... Oh, okay. Well, I, I do yeah, like... The show's their... brought to you by literally nobody <laughs> at this point. Oh, so. Swag's hair and your Blackstone are sponsoring currently. <laughs> um, I, but sometimes they're, I do like... A, sometimes I like a thinner slice. I like, makes, like they yeah. got their pizzas are a little more meaty, if you will. Like they're well, a little they do thicker. Have their, they have the three. I know thin they do. Crust. They do. But I sometimes I like it a little flatter because the foldover is easier with the flatter slice of pizza, and I like the foldover. I, I know we're against it. I was in one of those a week ago, and probably gonna be one today. But I was asking two teenagers. It was all it's just us, and I go, "What's the pizza nobody orders on that menu?" And they both were like, "Whoa, never thought about that." <laughs> And then we got into a conversation of the overrated pizza. Yeah, what nobody orders. And the pizza that's, like, sneaky, most popular. I'm surprised how many people they said still order Chicago. Yeah, I'm out in on Chicago I just say it's, it's, it's too deep. Just give me cheese, give me pepperoni, give me sausage, I'm good to go. That's I can't, all I need, man. I can't go that deep. <clears throat> I mean, like, the, the... You sure about that? The girth of it. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, let's get to baseball playoffs and a crazy stat from yesterday I want to give you. Also, the death of something that is uh, starting to become a reality. That is next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we'll close up with some baseball stuff and poll questions as we wrap up on a Wednesday. I did see this yesterday. So Washington hired a new uh, athletic director. Haven't even gotten to that yet either. The Tulane bro. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a guy or a girl? I thought it was. It's a guy. It is a guy. Okay. I said Tulane bro. I know. I for you some reason Tulane bra. For some reason, I thought it was a gal when the hire was made, but I I not a okay. That was Jen Cohen. His name That's is right. Troy something. Oh, it is. Troy I don't something. know. Okay. Troy something. Well, the new AD went on uh, with Softy, who is going to be on our show on Friday. So brace yourselves accordingly. Softy on the Daily Tucker. That was And there was a comment that came out of it that basically led people to reach the conclusion that not that we already didn't know it, but the Apple Cup probably did. And so the new AD said one of the main priorities is going to be with the new model of going to the Big Ten. They need to play seven home games a year financially. And so there's going to be some years where you have five conference games at home, which means you're going to schedule two non-conference games at home as well in order to get that clip. And so there's going to be some years where you only have one non-conference road game available and basically, people are drawing the conclusion that is that if your only road game every other year in non-conference is do you want to go to Pullman, Washington? Or do you want to go to a place where you can recruit, get national exposure, yada, yada, yada. But hearing the label of we want seven home games a year as a part of our new financial model going to the Big Ten, a lot of people drew the conclusion yesterday. Not that we didn't already know it, but RIP Apple Cup. I think R.I.P. Civil War. Yeah. Uh, you know, these administrations can say whatever they want publicly to make themselves feel or look better. Oregon can go to the Big Ten and then go, yeah, we, we'd we still love to play that game. That doesn't mean that they're going to actually agree to it. And or I, At least go on the road, and you brought that up for a while. And, and yeah, that's kind of my stance. I just, they're in the Big Ten, and you're not. And I, I hate losing this game. I think this is a fun tradition for everybody in both states. To lose it is devastating. It's it's losing history, and they're trying to replace it with what this weekend's game is because they'll play now on the same date uh, that the former rivalry games were played on, the yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Um, I just don't trust any either of the administrations from Oregon or Washington on this topic, and I also don't trust Oregon State or Washington State. You know, this whole, like, oh, yeah, we'll only play if it fits us, too. Eh, I don't know. Oregon State already said they're going to lose, like, 44% of their – Athletic department revenue. So if Oregon offers you 1.5 to come to Eugene, you're not going. I 
I'm not convinced on that. Mm. Uh, you can hold your guns all you want. Money talks, bullcrap walks. Uh, what sucks is just the idea that you lose this game. And I'm kind of curious where this goes now. We haven't talked about this at all, and we don't need to, but the lawsuit angle of this with the conference, yeah. I just don't know. UW's trying to file a motion for dismissal. I don't know how... I don't know how Oregon or the other PAC schools win this lawsuit. You you cannot in good conscience say Oregon State, Washington State don't deserve the rights to the conference because we're still here and then also release a 2024 Big Ten schedule. That's not how that works. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's uh, yeah, it, it's jumbled together. But yeah, unfortunately, I I think this these rivalries are going to be done for a, for a free for a, a few years. The only thing I wonder that if it does change at all, and I I continue to have an optimistic bone in my body that rational heads will prevail. That Oregon State and Washington State get an invite to the Big Twelve, like it just doesn't make any sense that they're not in that conference. They would fit perfectly. You already have some of the other leftovers from the Pac-12 that are in that conference. Like it just it makes sense, right? I do wonder if that changes this at all because part of this would be the scheduling angle of. Do you? How many non-Power 5 teams do you want to play in non-conference? And would being in one of those quote-unquote power conferences change the idea of being able to go on the road or being willing to go on the road and play or playing them at home, that kind of thing? So I, I don't know if that changes it at all. But we knew, we knew that these were likely going to die at least for a for an extended period of time because teams are going to have to figure out their schedules. I did see one person saying, so UCLA has pushed some of their non-conference games back because they're trying to figure out what their schedule is going to look like at non-conference next year. And there was a reporter, it might have been somebody who covers Oregon State, earlier saying, I wonder if UCLA reaches out to Oregon State or Washington State to play a non-conference game next year because they were supposed to play Fresno State and they've now kicked that game back later in the schedule. And so they have an open date early in the season for a game at the Rose Bowl. I mean, if, if Chip was willing to do it, then great. Um, all of these coaches, you know, Chip has sounded off on this. Other coaches have too. All of this can be fixed for two fan bases. If if these coaches and these administrations and schools, like you know, Saturday, 5 o'clock kick, Reese's rocking. I forget the channel the game is on right now. Top of my head. Fox, thank you. Yeah. Fox comes in. We're live. Welcome to Reeser. What happens if they go to midfield and just, collectively take a knee <laughs> just don't play the game hey we'll play the game when you announce that we're in a real conference I, I i know that sounds so ridiculous in theory it would work yeah it absolutely would work these these networks it would they can yell and scream about money all they want it's not they're not losing anything they're already firing people to just hire three other pat mcafees anyway they could make this happen, and it, they're not. They're not doing it. So, yeah, it's your second primetime Fox game of the year. The Washington State game was also a five o'clock kick on Fox. They've had, yeah, they've had a few. They had the standalone CBS game. Yeah, they've gotten one. more national. They're going to have some Pac-12 network games for sure. But they've gotten, Washington Oregon games will be. Yeah. I mean, the Oregon game's already scheduled, right? Four thirty on one of the channels, I believe, for Black Friday, and I'm sure the Washington game will get a good kick time too. Yeah. So uh, it's been good exposure for them. I just wish we'd stop talking about what could have been or what is and. Like, fix it. I, I don't, wouldn't be ecstatic about a Big Ten, Big 12 split off of the conference. This conference should be preserved and kept. But if everybody has a home where we're all still competing... Dude, my feeling about this season would be totally different. I, I would, too. I would, too. I would say, let's do what we can to make the Oregon-Oregon State and Washington-Washington State yeah. game happen. Yeah. And I think you could. 
Um, but that's not what the, the situation is. Yeah. All right. Well, I just I saw that yesterday. I wanted to bring it up. Not that it was shocking, but um, interesting nonetheless. Let's close up with baseball. So Texas advances yesterday. Baltimore is done. I think Joe Fisher hates me. And uh, how are your how are your teams going to do today? Are the Dodgers on death's doorstep? Uh, we'll wrap it up there next on the fam. All right. Your questions and answers from today's show and from last night. I knew where the answers were going to go on this one. I was just curious. Basically, what was going to finish in second place? I have to pick one. Which of these is most likely to happen? Arizona beats Washington State in Pullman. Notre Dame beats USC or UCLA beats Oregon State. We had people Mm. saying, don't you know, Notre Dame's a favorite. Yes, I I do know that. Uh, USC is also undefeated and ranked in the top 10. Notre Dame, USC ran away with it. The second highest answer, UCLA over Oregon State. So not many people giving a chance to Arizona. And a few nuggets on that game for tomorrow. Jed Fish did say if Jaden Delora is healthy, he will play. Cool. Keep making the mistake. Fafita's <laughs> literally showing you that he's a better quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over as much. But if you want to live and die by two to three interceptions a game. And Sounds like fun. Want to rip your headset off and snap ah, it over your leg? You can ah, have fun with that. Have fun with that. Every time I say Fafita or hear that name, I think of Feeney and I want to say it like that. Fee-hee-hee-hee-hee-ne. But like, how would you do his name? Fafita. <laughs> nah. No, I mean, I I see what you're saying she mentally. I don't think it sounds the same. Doesn't though. quite sound the same. But Fafita. whenever you, whenever I hear it, I just that's what I that's the way I want to say I, it. I think of tequila. Fafita. Are there more Charger fans in Oregon than Los Angeles? Seventy-seven percent of you say yes. <laughs> uh, with the news about Xfinity and Root upping the charges for the channel to watch uh, the Blazers, how will you watch this season? Seventy-three percent of you early on saying you're going to find a stream, no more money. Well, twenty-one percent of you say uh, already have Root Premium, and five uh, percent say you're going to upgrade your cable package. I already had that cable package. I wasn't I even too. aware of it. Uh, it's a very privileged thing to say out loud, I know. But Look at you uh, hoity-toity over there. I know. Yeah. I got a ham sandwich this week. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Uh, somebody responded, because we got some mentions here, and somebody says, you forgot option D, Fubo or direct stream? Literally an option for yes. streaming on there. Uh, Bruce Bochy became the seventh manager in baseball history to reach the LCS with three different franchises. Uh, Padres, Giants, Texas Rangers. Rangers. No manager has won an LCS with three different teams. Whoa. He went to a World Series with the Padres. I know. Obviously the Giants. Yeah. Got a chance to do it. I They're playing. I, I can't explain it, man. They, Bochi. They Bochi magic. Well, they Bochi get magic. Uh, Scherzer back for the ALCS, yes. I, I think they're not intimidated by the Astros. No, so. not at all. Does Chuck Norris see the team Texas Ranger and get excited? I think so. Uh, you guys going to win today? Both your teams? No. Yes. No, Dodgers are done. Dodgers okay. are getting swept. Lance Lynn has been a gas can since they acquired him at the trade deadline. They're cooked. We are playing Tom Cruise risky business here. Who's Br- your starter today? Bryce Elder. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he's Against a, Aaron Nola. He's dicey. Okay. Okay, he's a dicey kid. I think the Braves are going to end the series in Philly. There you go. Good little show. If you missed any of it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at Dirt and Sprague, and at 1080thefan, that is the Service Patriots podcast. Uh, Wayne Cook was on on UCLA, Oregon State. Really good stuff from him previewing that game in Corvallis on Saturday. Thanks for being a part of our Wednesday, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Calling us next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 